is a podcast about two sisters raised in an effed up family. My name is Christine. I am Jesse's older sister. I was raised by a gaslighting, manipulative mother who raised me to believe people either rejected you or weren't rejecting you. My father was a crazy, racist, vulgar alcoholic who was in and out of my life. And my name is Jesse. I'm Christine's little sister. I was raised solely by the crazy, racist father who raised me to believe I had to either earn or buy someone's love. Hello to everyone whose dad broke his penis in Mexico during sex with a Tijuana hooker. Welcome back to the Family Burrito Podcast. My name is Christine. My sister Jesse and I created this podcast as a way to release our childhood trauma through laughter and understanding. What's up, Jesse? Oh, not much. You know, just ending the week with well, not, you know, it's actually anticlimactic. So <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, how did your week start off? Um, oh, good. Like, like it normally does. I just went to the gym and mm-hmm. went to work and everything like that. Um, but I had to go to court on Thursday, you know, well, virtual court. Mm-hmm. So that kind of like set the tone for the week though, because I was like trying to just prepare myself to say very like stay logical mm-hmm. with whatever I said. And I was just trying to prep myself, you know, so the whole week kind of started on that like note, but anyway, um, but then I just ended up having to schedule mediation and pay mm. for mediation because this guy is trying to like scare me you know mm-hmm. like it seems like he knows somebody that's in the system and they told him what to do so are you allowed to talk about it yeah i mean it's we're in america <laughs> no i mean that's but right so i don't know but if yeah you... no it's just civil it's just civil court you know gotcha. there's like no lawyers involved or anything mm-hmm. i just can't defame anybody's character but anybody can like read between the lines <laughs> yeah <laughs> right right saying, you know so someone's taking you to small claims court and you're having to deal with that. And so how was that trying, were trying to say the right thing and be logical and, you know, cause I've always heard like the best advice, like if, in those kind of situations is less is more, you know? And yeah. And I know you're a Gemini girl and you love to talk. Um, so was that hard for you? Um, not really. No, I, the mediator was a very nice person because we got to chat and he, you know, he, it's his job, right? Mm-hmm. Like this is a paycheck and I understand that completely. I'm not going to hate him for it. So, and he was like, well, you know, what if the judge puts a judgment on your record? I was like, I don't care about my record. Mm-hmm. And he was like amazed. I was like, I don't care about it. And he was just so taken back. Mm-hmm. Like he's never heard that before, but I really don't. And I really don't think a judge is going to put a judgment on a record. Um, (laughs) And they like put a judgment on like your credit. Like, where does this judgment go? Like, like, what is that? Like my, like my, like my record, like, like my arrest, like, like my same thing, like where your arrest record would go. Like basically Mm. if you're trying to get a job, they would see it. Mm, Okay. So there's a judgment and there'd be a judgment. And then it adds, I think it might go on your credit. I honestly have no idea. I, yeah. Like I was just like, no, I know that the judge isn't like I'm not yeah. trying to say I know what the judge is gonna do, but I just like 
I kept, did everything I did to cover yeah, my ass. And yeah. I said that. I kept saying that. I was like, yeah. bottom yes. line, no matter what happens and whatever you think or whatever John thinks or whatever, the bottom line is I have a signed contract that says as is no warranty. That's mm-hmm. the bottom line. Mm-hmm. And I just kept repeating that. Yeah. I love that. That is your, cause you're so firm in that believability. Like, it, it, and don't even go read with the judgment. Cause what happens is people like, they they their brain or whatever people get a threat of something and then they go yeah. research the shit out of it and then they've come up with twenty thousand scenarios of what could happen. You don't ever know what's going to happen. Yeah, until, don't worry about it. And right. If you know, and if you know that you're a good person and mm-hmm. that you've done everything to cover your ass legally in the United States of America, then you you should be fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I mean, there is that one percent where it sucks, where like you know. Hmm people that are innocent go to jail type thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I do believe in the justice system. And I do think that with my signed contract, any reasonable, reasonable person will be like, yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, well, I'm glad that you, so do you have to do anything else after this with that? I have to go to mediation the 27th, which mm-hmm. is basically me telling John, I'm not going to give him anything. Good. Good. Because of, like we have a, contract <laughs> right 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 a signed and- contract <laughs> as is yes and then also the pictures um this is irrelevant but i'm going to bring it up because this just tells you his character um the pictures of the engine he's showing me are black the engine i sold was gray mm. so i'm just like if all else fails i'm just going to be like produce two broken engines yeah yeah. Hmm. Well, I'm glad that you are doing good with that because that could be a stressful and especially like when you, you know, you don't grew up not being able to, you know, not being to trust your environment. And now you got to trust people you don't even know, you know, I guess. I well, guess- dad always thought I was stupid. That was my whole thing. Mm-hmm. And that's what I, you know, and that was like kind of what I was going to talk about with the, that. Mm-hmm realization this week is men, I'm not saying all men do this mm-hmm. um, in my profession where I have like just started learning about motorcycles and motorcycle engines and I say it's a profession because I want to do it forever I want to mm-hmm. be able to like work on motorcycles and like learn about engines all the way up to cars, you know what I mean? Like, I uh-huh. wanna, that's what I want to do. Um, anyway, <clears throat> men come at, men usually think I'm dumb because I'm a female. When it right. Comes to anything mechanical. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, and this is just an assumption, but I feel like that's the case with this John guy. Mm-hmm. I think that he feels like I'm just a dumb female. Oh, this and it's bringing is, back is, some mm, mama girl. It's from dad, you know, because I'm like, listen, buddy, I am not a dumb female. In fact, I was raised by one of the strongest females on planet Earth that's ever been on planet Earth. Mm-hmm. And um, and that would be, you know, Grandma Lou because, like, damn, she was very strong. Like, mm-hmm. she was, I don't know. She was just never, like, com- compliant. Right. So that for me is a sense of having strength, especially mm-hmm. as a female. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So um, grandma always said, 
and so funny you'll get a kick out of this um she always said if you're dumb and pretty you'll be fine you'll make it if you're ugly and smart you know you'll be fine you'll make it but if you're dumb and ugly you're fucked oh my god oh my god oh my god and that was the wisdom i was raised with yeah 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 my wisdom i was raised with is i'll be nicer if you'll be smarter (laughs) right (laughs) right and that's good wisdom too Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh (laughs) and that's what i was raised on but yeah that is so I so oh my god okay this is really cool because you know we were talking about a few weeks ago like you know everything's an opportunity like this is like an opportunity you know what I mean like you know with our childhood and stuff and not feeling worthy and being told this fucking programming that we've had you know our whole life you're it's not true right right I think this is really cool I thank you John for 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 Thinking that my sister is dumb. Thank you. Because you're being able to show that she's not dumb. Because you're not dumb. So no. I think that's awesome. And this is the thing. I do get really excited easily. I get very mm-hmm. passionate easily. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is just how I am. And I will always be that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's why lobbyists have a job. Because mm-hmm. they do exactly that, right? Mm-hmm. So I just need to be able to dial it down and not have a freaking panic attack every time I need to defend myself. Right, right, right. Because that's just, that's just, because you're having a panic attack because you don't feel safe, you know? Um, That's like, you know. But th- that's my, that's my child that doesn't feel safe. My inner right. child doesn't feel safe. But my adult Jessie is a badass Jessie. Yeah, and she wants to protect <laughs> that inner child. She will whip your ass all around the fucking town. Yeah, you know? and you know, it's really funny because the judge during the whole Zoom meeting, he was like, you know, don't bring the boxing gloves into mediation. Don't make this a wrestling match. And I'm like, does he look at my Facebook or something? Like, yeah. <laughs> are, is, are we having an intervention right now? Is this really an intervention? This is not even court. It's an intervention. <laughs> it's like, Jesse, you're too crazy. Um, but this is the thing as well. Um, when it really comes down to contracts and all that stuff, I learned about that in business law. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, this guy really does think I'm an idiot. Not only do I know about motorcycles and mm-hmm. the mechanics of the engine, of this engine I sold, but I also know law. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm mm-hmm. just like, wow, I'm baffled. So, but um, I'm going to add something to what grandma taught. Um, if you're strong, you'll always make it as long as you're strong. Mm, I love that. Because, you know, you some of us aren't blessed with, you know, being the sharpest tool in the shed. Mm-hmm. And also, we got some crooked teeth. Mm-hmm. Me. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, like, yeah. I'm not a genius and I'm not a 10. Yeah. I will always be strong. That is and- a, ma- oh my God, I love it. You're make- going to make me cry, girl. Oh, don't cry. <laughs> <laughs> that that is that's just a beautiful. reminder for everybody to be strong. You'll always make it if you're strong. Yeah. Wow, that's beautiful, Jesse. God, that is beautiful because I, you know, I think I it was like it was three weeks ago or a month ago. You know, you know, you and I talk a lot about how we can feel if grandma's around or uncle 
Robbie is around. They actually are a pair together. Like they're in a two, a pair, a duet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, through a series of synchronicities, universe stuff that, you know, Grandma Lou, you know, how long has she been dead for? How many years? She passed away March of 2006. Yeah. So basically she is, puts obstacles in my way. She gives me obstacles. She gives me challenges. And now it makes sense what you just said. Cause I'm like, thank you. You know what I mean? To, to work through stuff. Okay. And so now I see why she does that is to make me stronger. God yeah. dang. God and also dang. that's Uncle Robbie too. You know, I feel like Ooh. Uncle Robbie really, because he is athleticism. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I did an incline chest press. My max was 115 pounds. And then I did some research later on because I don't really like, I'm not like a professional weightlifter. So I don't know like all the numbers, but I Googled it and it, 115 pounds max for a female that's like advanced weightlifting Mm. so that's when I got the idea I was like holy shit I'm really strong (laughs) like I didn't know I was that strong (laughs) yeah physically and mentally that's just so Ooh. oh okay so oh okay so she does the mental part and he does the physical part that's crazy yeah correct yeah so anytime you're like feeling like your athleticism, like really kick in, mm-hmm. you know, and you're mm-hmm. just like trying to max out on whatever mm-hmm. you're doing, either it be like a car. You like, sorry, you cut out. Can you hear me? Oh yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. 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 No, I can hear you like cut out. Okay. Um, that is just so, that is so crazy. I love that. Like, Cause he was very athletic. He was like a track star and all those things. And, um, he had all these like athletic awards and stuff and went to, um, UT Austin and did stuff down there. But yeah, that's just really yeah, track cool. and field was his thing. And I remember grandma always like comparing him to, this is like the racist part where this, Oh God, oh. here we, here, it comes. Uh, here we go. <laughs> uh, <awarding>. Just <laughs> went out about the criteria of, you know, I don't, I can't believe it. Now I'm about to get angry. What? <laughs> so, well, you know, okay. This goes back to like the old way of thinking when this is like the early 1900s. Mm-hmm. Um, I know people still think like this today. And if you do, you suck. Um, but they, she basically was like, yeah, black people have extra muscles. Mm-hmm. And I'm so amazed that Robbie can like outrun black people because they have extra muscles. Hmm. And I don't think like that's not true. So Yeah, everyone has the same amount of muscles. Um, <laughs> it just that's interesting. That's a I have to I'm going to have to analyze that one. Right. Because, <laughs> uh, uh, interesting. Yeah, I'm going to have to analyze that one where that came from. Or why she would say that, you know, I just, I know that like racism was like really ingrained in her. And I remember um, when I was, um, that actually this is when you, the time you were born and I was living in Georgia, you know, a department with dad, you know, he was in the army at the time and he was married to your mom and you were just born and grandma Lou actually was in town because you were born and was taking me back to Texas, back to my gaslighting mother. Perfect. Um, but at the time I had this, you know, sweet, like black boyfriend that lives in the apartments and you know they had a pool and everything and grandma Lou is like you can't swim with black people it's like bathing with them 
yeah yeah and it's amazing to me that like I'll go into the steam room you know and Mm -hmm. I'm just like grandma like would never do this she would never steam bathe with Mexicans and black people Mm -hmm. maybe Asians (laughs) I don't I don't I don't know about that I mean I don't I don't know because dad was was super bigoted (laughs) dad would say the word chink fairly often so like yeah, he. And it's uh, so funny because I love the Asian culture. Like that's one of my yeah. favorite cultures. I, I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I like I like the black culture and I like um, Indian culture. Oh uh, yeah, Indian culture is wild. Yeah, yeah. And there, yeah, I have a lot of Indian friends, and I like to always ask them. Like, I'm like, do you have? Can I have five minutes of your time? And I want to ask you, how are they suppressing women? What do they do now in this? You know what I mean? Like, how did you? You know, so. I, I love that. My North friends... India is like totally different than Southern India. Uh-huh. Too. Yeah. 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 It's so wild to learn about a totally different continent. Yeah. 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 So it's, yeah, it's, it's interesting about these belief systems and it's, it's not true, but they're all different as, you know, just talking about this out loud, everything's like, it's, it's the same vibration, right. Of like hate and fear and, you know, unworthiness. Cause that's all that is. Yeah, it's just different in each, you know, culture, but it's the same vibrate, low vibration. Well, it's weird that we're talking about this because I was earlier listening to another podcast while I was driving. And um, I mean, everybody listens to this podcast, you know, it's Joe Rogan, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, so um, but he was on there with this girl that um, forgive me, I'm going to look what her name is because I forgot. sorry my um anyway he was on um she was on there and she is a transgender female Mm -hmm. she was a male to female and um basically she got like blacklisted for like not blue like not really blacklisted i'm sorry guys i'm just like word garbage right now um canceled i guess because she is more of a far right thinking person you know Mm -hmm. but she's not even religious Mm -hmm. you know she has no religion like but people like always compare her to like this religious like thing because of her thinking and i just i'm like yeah people's perspectives are always based off their religion well and everybody has these categories if you're this thing you have to be this thing you know what i mean and it's like you can't you can't like come over in this category if you're transgender i know but you can't be in this category if you're the thing you know it's like that's again like people trying okay so people trying to tell you how to live your life what you can and can't be and all the reason they do that is because they don't want to focus on their own shit that they feel inside about themselves because if they felt worthy and they felt good none of that would even matter they would you not even say anything it wouldn't even matter yeah like don't look at the comment section like Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know kind of thing i mean i look at the comment section to giggle like Mm -hmm. if i need a good laugh man go to the comment section you'll get a good laugh but you have to come at it at a like without any opinion to Mm -hmm. have a good laugh you know what i mean yeah yeah open-minded and then everything's really kind of just a joke yeah, I know. Like I, like I sent you the other day, my first Russian bot replied to me on my Twitter, my new Twitter I have for my other podcast. 
and I couldn't tell if it was for me or against me. And that's what was so funny because it made no sense anyway. And I was like, <laughs> I love this. This is great. I'm like, this is like a, my moment, my moment right here. I have a bot that replied to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And like 19 out of 20 of the most famous and followed Christian Facebook pages mm-hmm. were Russian bots. Interesting. Yeah. So everything, most of everything we see is just a lie. Um, pretty much, pretty much, pretty much. I was in a conversation with my friend Mike the other day. And Mike, um, you know, Mike was in prison. He was my childhood friend. And we've, you know, we reconnected. We, he and I used to talk on the phone all the time when I was a teenager. And I mean, that's how we got through childhood was each other. Just he, Jesse, don't be, don't go crazy. But he is the male version of me. I mean, he to a freaking T. He thinks fast. He talks fast. And we're like, we move so fast. And <laughs> we sound manic when we're together. We sound like we took a bunch of cocaine. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, or maybe, I don't know, but it's so funny. We talk so fast, but we were having this conversation the other day about, cause he, he is like, um, you know, a blue collar guy. He likes to chop wood. You know, he works with his hands. He likes to get it you know, out there and get after it. And he doesn't understand how his son is like playing video games. And, you know, I was talking about how, well, you know, these video games, like they all have this hypnot, they put in people in trances, you know, and I think like the Hertz, the frequency, whatever they put people, I mean, they put people in trances. So here's the thing, you know, we go, oh, you know, US, you know, against China, um, they are all in it together because. Guess who makes those video games? Oh, yeah. Well, did you know that the uh, China Communist Party, like, or the Communist China Party, yeah, the China Communist Party, is that how you say it? The CCP? Whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, They actually, with TikTok, they have an algorithm that only shows the kids, like, cool science projects Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. But here in the United States, we have, like, some kid showing you to eat a tide pod yeah 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 <laughs> so yes because there it's the it's the the all the all the world government wants the people us to be dumb they don't want us to listen to our intuition and think for ourselves they don't want us to they want you to be in a trance they want you that's how they keep you asleep mm-hmm. and then when you go into fear then you're just reacting because you're not even because you if you felt worthy you know you would not even react it wouldn't matter everything would just be kind of neutral or you just kind of go with the the pendulum swing of the emotion and you know enjoy the ride I guess but you know yeah so they're all in it together they're all in it together like all of them it's so sad I remember um one time I was with my one of my friends and they lost their like game completely Mm-hmm. and they freaked out like they had a complete panic attack because they lost their game what kind of game oh goodness like a video game but, or yeah. a sports game oh it's a video game oh okay they, oh they lost it and they couldn't yeah, find like, it and they, they were... lost it completely like it like the hard drive like got messed up or something like it just wiped out the the, the memory of their memory uh their video game i'm not really quite sure because i don't know enough about technology i just know that they couldn't recover their video game wow like where they were at right wow so um they like freaked out forever i think they're still freaking out that <laughs> is that is so interesting because you said the word memory like that's interesting yeah. um 
But yeah, um, and then it sounds like they freaked out and they're like going through withdrawals. That's scary. It's like mind control. It is mind control. And that's one of the good, like, I'm so glad I don't really like video games that much. Like, I'll Mm -hmm. I'll play them here and Mm -hmm. there, but like old school ones like Crash Bandicoot and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I I only watch, like, play them for like 20 minutes. And now I've started setting an alarm on my phone Mm -hmm. to see how long um, to catch myself watching tv over like an hour because i have a tendency to like just binge watch something yeah you know and then i'm like oh wow it's been five hours holy cow (laughs) yeah yeah i mean i for several years i mean before i got coronavirus back in april 2020 like for several years i would come home and play candy crush for two hours i would get so irritated if somebody interrupted me yeah because they got you they had you yes but now you're, but you realized it though. And this is the thing at a very young age, they're trying to program us. Yes. Like the way we need to look, the way we need yes. to Yes. And one of the things that we can do to break the cycle is obviously teach your kid how to be polite. Like that's just number one. Like we always want polite kids, but the thing is you all like individualism, like just be an individual. Or how about go get into nature? Yeah. Because that is that is like my TV now. I have like these bird watching binoculars. I, I just get after it. You know. Oh my I mean? goodness! Are you a bird watcher now? Yeah, <laughs> I'm. Like a, I'm telling you, I'm like fucking Snow White in this backyard of mine, this acre, and I'm like, oh my god, what's the birdie saying to me? Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm gonna walk around with a bunch of flock of birds around me. But um, yeah. So how about get into nature? Because that's where your answers are. I mean, it's just there's so many get your feet in the grass and then like all of this like electromagnetic radiation shit coming off these electronic that's another thing that's like rotting our brain if you go put your feet in the earth that stuff gets off of you it literally grounds you yeah no for sure and that's one of the things that yoga even talks about mm-hmm. that they will say the reason why we take off our shoes to do yoga is one of the things like we ground ourselves even if you're at a at, at a studio or in a house, at least you're like feet on the floor mm-hmm. and not like on rubber, you know? And then, yeah, but go outside, you know, wherever you are for sure. Right now it's really cold. So I don't want to go outside. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Well, there's other things you can do. Window. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Look out the window. But, and that, and those people that lost the video game, that was not an accident. I'm telling, that was somebody from the other side, their ancestors. They're like, wake up, wake yeah. up. And this is one of the things that I realized because, you know, with like, I'm going to bring up microdosing. So another mm-hmm. warning, um, microdosing psilocybin, it calls you out a bunch on your shit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, why did you eat that Arby's? You know, mm-hmm. it's gross. Like more so than your body does. Why does your <laughs> vagina look like an Arby's roast beef sandwich? <laughs> That's what, what that's what it would say. That's what it would say to say I don't do that, but that's what would ha- that was that's what would the mushrooms would say to me. And I'd be like calling Jesse crying. I my vagina is a roast beef sandwich. Oh my gosh, don't look at yourself on mushrooms. Oh. Are you serious? Oh well, I mean microdosing you can look at yourself, but like if you're full blown tripping on mushrooms, do not look in a mirror. Really? Oh no. What happened? That's the worst thing you could do. Well, for me, because I did it, because <laughs> people are like, don't do it. And I was like, don't touch the hot stove. And I, yeah. And don't say uh, Bloody Mary five times. Right. You know, bitch, I got this. Bloody Mary, you know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> bring it, bring it, bring it. <laughs> so I was looking in the mirror. And it's the first time I did shrooms. 
And I was just like, am I really me? Why am I me? Like, and then mm. I started looking at my face and I was like, oh my God, I'm so ugly. Cause all I could oh. see are like my blemishes. Wow. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so ugly. And then I just <laughs> felt really down about my looks. <laughs> Sorry. I just had a vision of myself looking at my vagina in the mirror and pulling on my pussy lips. <laughs> and going, why does this look like a sandwich? <laughs> Damn you, Arby. <laughs> You know, maybe I should mix the meth and the mushrooms together. It's probably not a good idea. <laughs> but yeah, but, but microdosing, though, it more or less just calls you out on your bullshit. And it's like, yeah, right, bitch. Like, you don't mm-hmm. have that car. You know what I mean? Type thing. That's so fascinating. That is so fascinating. Well, that's all I know, girlfriend. That's Thank all I know. Soon. All right. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye.